Welcome to Candidly 30. No, we're not 30, but we're in our 30s working through life. Every week, we're discussing our favorites, our gratitudes, our grievances, and all the crazy in between. Grab your favorite drink, get comfortable, because we're getting candid. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. Coming good afternoon, hot. good evening. We're, I guess people listen to this whenever, right? So. That's true. And good night. But for us, it's morning. You can tell by yeah. my poofy eyes. <laughs> I know that this isn't going to come out on this day, but I just want to say that today is coffee, National Coffee Day. It's basically my favorite holiday. For those of you who know me, know how obsessed I am with coffee. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm having coffee with my girl. Love it. What's up, girl? Yeah. Virtual coffee day. It's so fun. Wait, what Um, kind of... So you are just like an almond milk, splash of almond milk and black coffee, right? Well, I drink most of my coffee black. Like if I can... Yeah, if I I would prefer it that way. But we actually up leveled our coffee game not that like a couple of years ago or whatever. So like we grind the beans ourselves and then we do a drip coffee system in my house. So we have good beans, we have fresh grind every day and it's fabulous. So like drinking the black coffee is not Folgers or like a like my parents still drink Uban coffee from like Costco and <laughs> No shame on that. Like they've been drinking it for 50 years or whatever, but it's not my, it's not my game. So. I was going to say, I feel like the only way you can drink black coffee is if it's like good quality coffee. Mm-hmm. But then again, like good quality is different to everyone. I feel like coffee is one of those things where like people get real intense about just like where it's from and all that. Mm-hmm. Like it's like kind of turning into a whole like the wine industry type where like there's like different notes and like tasting notes yep. and blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know. It's so funny. And then there's some people that just like put coffee mate in black coffee, like U-Ban or whatever. And they're just like chilling, you know? That's my sister. Much love to the lady, but that is not – like I don't want to get all – I'm such a coffee snob. I have to only drink, you know, Ethiopian, French, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. No. Like if it's decent and it's on sale, like I'll probably buy it. But I do think how fun would it be to like go to one of those roasters and try out a bunch of different – or – it's also I'm obsessed with wine, so. but try a, a, a bunch of different coffee. I think that would be cool. Um, yeah, there's actually one in Mariposa. I've never been yeah. to it though. There's okay. a coffee roaster. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple. Like Pony Espresso does it like at their coffee place, like at their actual mm-hmm. location. But there's a whole coffee roaster where they just like distribute mostly. I don't know if they do actual tastings at the roaster. But um, yeah, it's been there like my whole life, and I've never been there. So what? anyway, okay. We need Spencer to really plan. likes their coffee, though. Nice. Yeah. We need to make a plan to go back to Mariposa. It's been a really long time for me. Dude, yeah. So. I was talking to Sam this morning, and I think I haven't been to Yosemite, no joke, since like 2018. Whoa. Like a long time. And I lived there. <laughs> because like, obviously, <laughs> COVID happened, whatever, you know, like. Um, mm. and I didn't work for Yosemite anymore past 2018. So mm-hmm. I worked for region and then, um, yeah, it's just wild. Like I literally haven't been to Yosemite in a really long time. So, um, I don't know, pending government shutdown, I might go down and t- see Yosemite and see my bro and Fun. hang out in Mariposa. So that's the plan currently. Um, oh, okay, wait, back to national coffee day. I just got a DoorDash coffee. Um, sent to me because I don't really typically drink coffee every day. Um, but it is kind of fun. And I like have been trying all the like Starbucks fall flavor ones. And this one I've never tried before. I thought it'd be fun. I've been really into like the shaken espressos. I know I talked about this before, but so this is the iced chocolate almond milk shaken espresso. I always get the brown sugar oat 
milkshake and espresso, but this one's like decent. It's pretty chocolatey. It's like tastes like dark chocolate-ish. I don't know. Okay. But I'm into it. So I yeah, we're celebrating. That. We get to hang out on a Friday morning. Today is my Lou day, which Woo. means I get every other Friday off. But um, yeah, I'm just happy that it's a three-day weekend. And then, yeah, we'll see what happens with the government shutdown. It was kind of weird. Yesterday, we had like a team meeting and I was like, okay, so I'm not working tomorrow. So like, just text me if we're working mm-hmm. on Monday. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but We'll see. I'll read the news, obviously. I feel, feel like yeah. I'll know before Monday morning at 6 a.m. So I think yeah. you're brave because I know that like Starbucks hasn't had, sorry to go back to the coffee thing, but like Starbucks has been kind of a letdown lately. I haven't mm. been to a Starbucks in forever because I'm on my whole 30, but I think you're brave. So this is better. Are you trying any of their like pumpkin stuff or are you just like vetoing pumpkin from Starbucks at this point? Right. I tried three. I tried three times and they were all fails. So I'm going to say Ugh. no to the pumpkin. So, okay. um, I mean, one of them wasn't pumpkin. One of them was like their apple, like the fall apple one. And mm-hmm. that one tasted like a candle. Like that one was sick. Oh, that yeah. That was gross. So, okay. yeah, I just, um, I don't know. There, I know there's a lot of haters on Starbucks. Um, I do really like Starbucks. I don't know if I like the actual taste of it or if I just like the like novelty of it and like it feels like a special <laughs> treat that I can like get on the weekends you know yeah. um because I don't drink it every day so it's just it's nice to have sometimes but I will say that like getting a latte and just like running errands and stuff is just that mm-hmm. perfect like chef's kiss like a- addition to the whole vibe um but let's move into the topic today because we've got stuff to talk about oh yeah we do my. we've been busy busy we had homework <laughs> this week it was crazy I mean it was really actually fun homework not that it was mm-hmm. hard homework or anything but we're gonna kick off our like um movie review segment so this is gonna be our first one uh we decided to do like nostalgic movies from like high school times I guess I did look up like the years of all the movies because I was just like trying to figure out when I saw them in my life too which was kind of fun um yeah anyways but I think that we are just gonna like we said on like the last episode we're gonna do um kind of just like a movie review like once a month and they might just be like themed a little bit like we may a little spoiler we may be doing like Halloween movies next month (gasps) But, um, yeah, these were just, like, random ones that I had seen online when I was, like, searching through movies. And, like I said on a previous episode, also, I, like, went into a deep dive of, like, old movies that I really wanted to watch. And so these were just, like, some of my faves. And Caves, too. We, like, did this together, sort of, I think. Right? We did. I think you picked a okay. lot of them, but I picked at least <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think they all have, like, a fall theme right? right like they're all based or I couldn't tell with one of them but we'll talk about it um they had a little bit of a fall theme and they're all movies that I absolutely would have watched in like my first or second month of school back in like sixth grade or seventh grade or eighth grade and all leading into high school too yeah I distinctly remember watching them like every day after school like for one period of time a lot yeah like remember TNT or like one of those channels would always have like marathon uh movies oh yeah I would get home from school or from practice just like yeah TBS that's what it is or Uh ABC or something like that yeah family shows okay let's jump in what's the how do you want to do this do you want to do like um 
the first movie to come out and then come out to the like the latest movie that's had that's had a release date or are we um no let's just start with can we start with sweet home alabama yeah okay good okay because i watched that one just last night perfect okay um so you actually you kick it off i want to hear yours your review first Okay, so I have quite a bit of notes, but this one movie, Sweet Home Alabama, I have the least amount of notes for. Oh, interesting. And here's why. So um, I'm watching the movie. It's adorable. Like, I want to actually consume and not just, like, be critical and take a bunch of notes. So I do think that it holds up. Like, if the ultimate question that we're going to, like, walk away from this is if, like, the movie holds up right after so many years it's been... Um, released. Okay, my three notes. All the way until she... Okay, I put Reese Witherspoon's accent is amazing. All the way up until Candace Bergen, who I love. I literally wrote down Candace Bergen and then put a heart next to her name. because she has that? like The mom? Yeah, His the mom? mom. Okay. Yeah, she's got like presidential political vibes and her right. name is Kate and I'm obsessed. So um, okay. She's coming to meet her family. So like we're well into the movie at this point, right? She steps out and she smacks her neck because she's got like a mosquito on it. And mm-hmm. he's like, uh, you just killed the state bird of Alabama. Yeah. Very cute. <laughs> and then like two sentences later, he's like, uh, her dad was like, oh, I bet Kate could use a drink. And then she's like, Kate could, Kate, what did she say? She's like, Kate could indeed. <laughs> That is you. Absolutely. I love that. That was like, that is where I got that line. Absolutely. I just like internalized that. And then I feel like I talk like that a lot. Anyway, Candace Bergen is beautiful. I love her. I'm so obsessed with her character in this movie. And I have much more appreciation as I get older. Um, okay. Interesting. Other- so you think overall the movie was, it held up and it was still good. Yeah, super cute. Okay. I mean, I don't love that there's some Confederacy glorification that happens. Um, I think that they could have like shown a small town in Alabama without that overtone. But I think that's just looking at it from a modern perspective. Like they probably yeah. didn't consider that in 2002 or when did, when did this movie mm-hmm. come out? 2003, yeah. 2003. So I don't love that. Um, and my last note here, and I'm going to get probably in trouble for saying this but seeing mr mcdreamy is traumatizing like it just sets off this internal anger and angst that i have about gray's anatomy and i i won't go into it but it was traumatizing i literally had to stop the movie and like walk away and go get my laundry or something so i can come back and fold while i'm like mr mcdreamy and they killed they you know i won't even we won't even go there. It was traumatizing, to say the least. Sorry, it was 2002. My bad. I was double oh. checking. Um, oh, okay. You're right. But what's crazy is that it came out September 27th, which is almost to the day. That, that is recording. freaky. And also, <laughs> um, what's, I wonder if that's like a big release date because um, remember the Titans also came out on September 27th. Uh, what year? I just remember this because I just looked it up yesterday. 2000? Do you have that right down? Oh, here it is. 2000. Yeah. 2000. <gasps> two for September two. Look at me. I don't know what that is. But okay. Um, I will say that I thought this was the worst out of all five of the movies that we watched. <laughs> I did not. That's why I wanted your opinion first because I didn't want mine to like color your opinion. 
Um, I thought that the acting is really bad. I thought her <laughs> accent was so horrible. Like she sounds <laughs> totally not Southern at all. Like what? I, I think like she's so cute and she like plays it off really well. But like, I thought her accent was really bad, like really bad. I mean, I loved like all the characters, uh, like you said, I, I didn't like specifically like um, Patrick Dempsey's mom so much, but just like, um, I love the whole, like the whole characters, all yeah. like the parents were casted really well. Um, like her best friends were casted really well. I just loved like that whole era, like the 2000s era of um, actors and actresses, even like the the people who weren't that famous, like the, the like side actors or whatever you call them, the like, mm-hmm. addition- what do you call those people? Like the supporting cast, supporting, yeah. Um, like the her like gay friend, I can't remember, I don't know his name, Bobby Ray, but yeah, his name in real life. But I do love that actor, I'm gonna, I love him, and I forgot about him, he's so great. Um, but anyway, I think that the storyline is great. Um, overall, like I think it's a good storyline and everything, but I just don't think that it holds up, like you said, the like the corniness of it, the like. Yeah, he's so great. Ethan Embry. Sorry, I just wanted to add that, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, the storyline, like, is, like, classic rom-com, which is fine. But, like, the actual it holding up of, like, a city woman, like, and a country girl, like, come together. Like, that whole part of it, I was just like, ugh, this is icky. Like, I don't yeah. like the idea of it. And it just didn't feel, like, it's totally 2000s fine. But, like, nowadays, I just really don't think it holds up, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like... I do love the fact that, like, she loves her, like, sw- uh, like high school sweetheart or whatever in the end. And, like, obviously, you can kiss me and tell me what or whatever. Right. Like, that's, like, so <laughs> iconic. And, like, we all said that for, like, a minute. You know what I mean? Because that also, part's so cute. Baby Dakota Fanning is very cute in the, like, first yeah. two minutes. Yeah. So yeah, cute. absolutely. So, I don't all know. Out of – out of all five, that's definitely my least favorite. Where did it rank on like the list of the five that we watched for you? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's probably number two. I would say, yeah, because I really tore Wait, worst apart or some of the other or best. best. Yeah, okay. some of the other ones I like destroyed with my notes, but this <gasps> one I like actually wanted to watch, and I thought it was very nostalgic for me. So. Uh, but yeah, okay. let's move on. What's the next one that you want to talk about? Okay. Um, I guess, sorry, I feel bad because I'm just going on my least no. favorite. But yeah, the next this works one, out. I think it's funny that we the disagree. Le- the next one that I thought was terrible was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, same. Okay, great. Um, I'll just go. So like overall, like the movie... I loved that movie for a very long time, but just like the opening credits made me hate it. Like, yeah, it's so cringe. Like, obviously, she works at a women's magazine. It's going to be about like Mm -hmm. looks and beauty and makeup and whatever. And so you kind of like have to get over that. But it like definitely didn't hold up in the fact of like obviously the opening scene of where they have to go rescue Michelle because she was just broken up with and they bring her mm-hmm. makeup and they bring her cashmere and like they're like you're fine and then she like talks about like the whole way to back to the office about how she's fat and like you know the whole they're like you're not fat and like I don't yeah. know it's just so doesn't hold up with the times like it's very 2000s of like we've talked totally. about this before just like how women were looked at in that time and like our bodies and whatever and like how different just like 
uh, there's like no body positivity. It was like very obvious. Like Kate Hudson's yep. beautiful in that movie and she looks stunning, but she is so small. And like mm-hmm. one thing I will say, I'm not like a huge Matthew McConaughey fan, but like I love his book Green Lights. I think he's really like an interesting person. He was just also on uh, Smartless and it was a really interesting episode. Like it wasn't at all like one of their normal episodes. He's like really insightful. And anyways, long story short, in the movie, I think that, like, or just his him as an actor, I don't think I'm, like, that big of a fan. But, like, in that movie, he's cute and he's, like, so sweet and young and just, like, I don't know. I feel like him and Kate Hudson just, like, have really good chemistry, which I like, which makes it, like, a lot better of a movie. Um, I think also, like, obviously the end and, like, their shower scene and, like, all that oh, stuff. You're just like, oh, man. It's so, like, romantic, whatever. <laughs> and then the music, too. I think the music of that movie is so good. Like, it was just, like, perfect for that time period. It all, like, was mm-hmm. super relevant. I also just, like, am really into music. Obviously, we've talked about this from the OC and everything. <laughs> but um, I think – what else did I say just, like, specifically? Um, yeah, I just wrote, like, overall weird. I think it does – hold up as just like a 2000s rom-com but overall just like the whole point of the movie the fact that like you're trying to do she's trying to do everything in her power to make someone not like her and just like the things that she's doing is also kind of triggering I feel like for women Mm -hmm. um just like you know being clingy and needy and whiny and like whatever all that stuff is just like so cliche of like women and how they act in relationships and I really didn't like that part of it um so I feel like there's a lot of like icky stuff in there as well um but like overall I think like the whole idea of the movie is like genuinely kind of cute so okay your turn um I hate this is probably one of the worst like my worst movies Mm -hmm. that we watched Mm -hmm. um I feel like it was written and directed by men and it like the easy thing to do is to show women just self-deprecating themselves and like re- regurgitating the same kind of um, dialogue essentially between females. Like all they can think about is men. Actually, we should have totally seen if we could um, if this movie would have passed the litmus test or whatever. Um, mm, what's I it don't called? Know that is. Oh gosh, there's this uh, Bechtel test. Um, it's when you look at a movie and you can see whether or not there's more than one female character if they actually have a conversation and the conversation cannot be about a guy. And I'm pretty mm. sure this one doesn't pass that, but I'll go back and do some more research. Um, okay, here are some funny notes that I wrote. A, a lot of it is like cringe, cringe. I love Katherine Hahn. Most redeeming quality of this movie. I feel her. Um he took his shirt off not five minutes into the movie. Literally, oh my god, it. I know. Oh, that's so it was, funny. <laughs> he shows up for like he shows up at three thirty-five for like maybe a minute, and then like the next time we see him, his shirt is coming off. So like classic McConaughey can't keep his shirt that's on so not funny. six minutes yeah. into the movie, killing me. Um, what else? And then Catherine Hahn is fantastic in the movie, also. Which she's the therapist. <laughs> I know, so and she has the glasses funny. on. Totally. <laughs> Um, also, Adam Goldberg's CBGB t-shirt is, like, classic 2003 guy shirt. I totally remember everyone having that stupid totally. shirt. Again, um, the supporting cast is really good in that movie, too. I think they're yeah. all fantastic. Yeah. It's Thomas like really- Lennon and Adam yeah. Goldberg. Like, I wish that they would have had more on-screen time. Like, they were really good together. They should do mm-hmm. more stuff together. Um, 
Also the two women, I have a note here. Like I just want to have an appreciation for these like women who are manipulating the situation who like she picks out Andy at the bar knowing that she, like she's going to, I don't know. I just really appreciate the mastermindness that goes on all the nefarious, like star quality that happens. Um, anyway, they were amazing. And then they even at the end of the movie manipulated the situation again when they were worried that Andy was going to tell and Ben that he loved or she loved him anyway. So yeah, I just wanted that diamond contract. Yeah. Yeah. They lost in the end, but I think that they are the real winners. Like they were just like at the top of this watching little puppet master stuff. So I like that. Yeah. I guess we should say, um, maybe we should put this at the top of the episode. Like spoiler, if you've never seen these movies, don't listen to this episode. (laughs) Um, But no, I think for 10 years, I I feel like, come on. For sure. Um, the we have to give a moment for Andy's like yellow dress though because oh, yeah. I literally just saw not too long ago this Instagram like trend real trend where people are trying to recreate the Andy Anderson yellow dress like moment for like some sort of like gala thing or whatever but I mm-hmm. loved it it's so pretty I mean she looks stunning in yellow in general but yeah so I, I feel like she could have done no wrong but definitely had like a yellow silk dress that I wore to like a formal or something like that no around this time specifically because I wanted, cause everybody was wearing that dress, right? Like they had a huge bump in appearances on, I don't know. It was definitely a moment in fashion yeah. history. So I was on that train. I feel like just um, too the name Ben like really came back. That's just like such a two thousands mm-hmm. man name. I feel like because totally. when she's like Benny boo, 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 boo or whatever. Um, <laughs> and then like crawl, crawl. Like, yeah. <laughs> And that dog also, is like disgusting. I can't. That's like not a real dog. I just about to talk about how cute their dog is. Oh my god. At ew. the end, when he's like talking to the dog and he's like, Oh, you're the only one who understands. And like, you're adorable. Just like finally oh. appreciating and connecting with your little like dogs. That's adorable. But like um, so funny that he gets the dog and I know. um like she, I don't know, she like gets the dog and then he ends up having to take care of it. This book that I just read too, um, she like gets him a dog and he has to take care of the dog. I'm like, what if he doesn't want a dog? Like, right? Anyway, why do girls do that? That's not like a thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. know. Okay. The other problem and the last thing that I'll say about this movie, whoever thought that the slogan frost yourself was kidding themselves. Like that was not <laughs> a good slogan. That was so stupid. And her crazy red hair at the end of the, of like the gala, like I can't. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that's oh, so true. They use the word, uh, a plaid family. Remember when she comes in with mm-hmm. the dog and she's like wearing all plaid, <laughs> like that Burberry plaid that was so popular Absolutely. back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's super two thousands for sure. Oh man. Okay, anyway, that was a good one. So overall, doesn't hold up. No. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say too. It doesn't hold up in the fact of like it's nostalgic again for totally. me. Like I think I watched it a lot, a lot, a lot of times. Like you know that um, uh, Keith Urban song when they're writing. Oh, the I wrote that down. Going nowhere fast. Like I yeah. love that like whole part of like the movie when she goes to his parents' so house cute. and stuff. Like it's very cute, but. Other than that, it's pretty cringe, so. What do his parents do? Like, I actually looked at that house and paid attention to it, and I'm like, dude, how the hell do they afford this beautiful porch with the bridge in the back? It was gorgeous. Yeah. I feel like that's Um, on an island, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Jersey? I don't know. 
I have no idea. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. I just love like, because she they don't talk about her family at all and then she goes and visits I know. And sees, like his whole family like anyway her yeah. background is like she has a master's from Columbia in journalism and that's the only thing we know about her before working at Composure it's so yeah. weird yeah it was really anyway. interesting let's move no, on here's about women man okay I guess not in 2002 <laughs> or when did this come out we should probably say since we said for the other two. Oh shh I feel like I need to double check them all because I just have them written down. Um, I won't like hold it to you. Correct order. Uh, I'm going to say 2004. I'm going to look it up, but we should. 2003. Oh, yeah. look at that. Okay. Nice. So you're close. Yeah, these are all like in the same time period. That's so funny. That's like maybe when we first like started realizing we like liked movies or whatever. Right. Started getting into movies. Okay, I'm kind of in between for the next two. Um, I'm going to go remember the Titans. Okay. Next. I just watched um, this last night. Yeah. So, okay, you give your review first because I gave mine first last time. Okay. I only have a um, like half a page of notes on this because I still love this movie. Like I watch it every fall. It's... I don't know. Okay. So 1971. Oh boy. So much nonsense. Um, little baby Hayden P is so mm, cute. That was my note too. She's so With her cute. curly hair. Oh uh huh. Um, okay. Jerry, the character, his name is Ryan Hurst. He's actually mm-hmm. like in this movie, he's very young. Cause it's obviously an earlier movie in his career, but he's like shaven and he looks like clean. And then I just looked him on Chrome or Google the other day. And he has like full on sense of anarchy, like look going on right now. And I was just like shooketh. I'm going to use your term um, because he just looks like, so is it cute? Or is it not cute? I think he could look cute in like a nice photo, but like regular photos of him don't look cute. So I don't really understand. Dan. Anyway, I just was like, oh, I wonder what happened to this guy. And then I looked him up and I was like, oh, well, he was on Sons of Anarchy. So he has a huge scraggly beard, but it just doesn't, I don't know. He, he hit a, a weird turn in his life. He needs to get back to his like clean cut look, I think. Um, also, baby Ryan Gosling. Ryan oh, Gosling is so cute. I know. Oh, I have the biggest heart just surrounding Ryan Gosling right now. I think this is like when I really fell in love with him because I'm obsessed. Um, mm-hmm. I need more Marvin Gaye in my life. Like the music in this movie is unreal. Yes. Um, I Nicole Ari Parker, who is Denzel's wife in this movie. She's okay. so young. Um, I don't know who that is. I mean, fabulous. I know who she is. She's beautiful. But like I yeah. don't know her in anything else. What else is she in? More recently, she's been in the newer, like, Sex and the City and Just Like That or something. Okay. So mm. she's she was in that. She was in Boogie Night. She's, like, she's got a really good long-standing career, um, but she's also very active in the uh, Democratic Party. So anyway, she's – but she's beautiful and I love her. And she was probably my favorite character in the new Sex and the City because I hate everybody else in that universe, but whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, Donald Faison, the guy from Clueless. Oh, Scrubs. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and he married Casey, whatever her name is, yeah. Jessica Simpson's quote unquote best friend. Did you watch that show too with Jessica Simpson and her husband or whatever? Never mind. Okay. Newlyweds. Okay. Never mind. That was like around the same time as this. Oh, okay. Um, no, I didn't watch it though. The bus scene. So cute. Um, when at the, when they're coming back from camp or when they're going to camp? When they're going to camp. 
and they're like sitting next to each other because it's like Julius and um right Jerry or whatever and like they're fighting but there's like a meet cute moment that happens and they make eye contact and it's just like very like oh you guys are gonna be best friends I can't wait it was very cute yeah um, and then racist Kate Bosworth is just really hard. That did not sit well with me, but yeah, I wrote down Kate Bosworth too. She's really young in that movie too, but that was like Super her prime young. time or like when she started getting popular. Sorry, I won't. I'll stop no, you're talking. good. I just like her. I don't know. It, it just didn't sit well in my mouth with, with her playing that character, but that character is awful anyway. Um, sunshine. Oh my I God. Know. Where did he go? Is he in other stuff? Like, He's I so cute. No, um, yeah, I, really I need like to him. look at that. Yeah, and then the um, the mama jokes, the Marvin Gaye and Tammy. I when that happened, I like definitely had the goosebumps in the feels, and I loved that song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Came back from camp. Racist case. Bodworth. Bosworth, Bosworth uh, just didn't sit right. Sunshine smoldering eyes stare, and like when he's doing Tai Chi and stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is the reason why he's gorgeous. I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and at the end of the movie, when they're all sitting or like at the gravesite, because spoiler alert, Jerry dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Julius has this like crazy mustache. Yeah, they all have mustaches. Like the only thing to make him look older, like ten years yeah. or whatever. I loved it. I totally wrote that down. I was like, stop. Like, Whoa, mustache. <laughs> um, but no, that was all that I had. I I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I think it's a true historical fact that like T.C. Williams was the first high school to be integrated. Um, mm-hmm. There's obviously a lot of you know artistic stuff that goes on like not every individual sentence is real so just take that as with a grain of salt but I think it's an important story that is told through football which tends to be a very good way to like connect multiple groups of individuals you know regardless of their political beliefs or whatever they just like all truly love the game football and you know if you scrap away all the other human bullshit like it's a game and and it's kind of a, a great way to tell this particular human story. So I really like it. And Denzel, like, how do you beat Denzel? He's just totally cool. He's amazing. Yeah. That was my note too. It's just like, it's weird thinking 1971 when the movie was based on was still that way. Like, can you mm-hmm. imagine like our parents were alive at that time yeah. and it was still like, like that's so just mind boggling to like realize and like, you know, I don't know. I mean, now it seems a long time ago, like it's over 50 years ago, but still it's not that long ago. Like, ugh, it makes me like icky, feel icky. Yeah. But I had most of the same notes, just like such good music, the whole mm-hmm. thing, like you're just singing the whole time. Great cast. Like again, supporting characters are fantastic as, and also the like main characters were all casted really well. Um, I think some parts, like one part I really didn't like when Denzel's talking to Hayden whatever her name is in the movie. Um, and she's like, uh, he's like, why don't you go play with dolls? And mm-hmm. she's, I mean, I guess it's like kind of similar for like the time of 1971. She's like, I like football. And he's like, oh, go run along and like play with dolls. And I was just like, Ugh. like if she yeah. likes football, why are you telling her to go play with dolls? Anyway, um, I didn't love that. Um, but I also wrote down just like 
Kate Bosworth is super like interesting and like prominent character because obviously Jerry like changes his mind and like becomes really good friends with Julius. And then at the end of the game, when like she shakes Julius's hand, oh, it just like warms your heart and you're just like, oh, but also another huge part for some reason that like gave me chills was when they're still at football camp and um, Jerry and Julius like aren't getting along yet. They're not friends yet, but they just like um, Jerry like pulls Julius to the side and he's like telling him like, Hey, like, why aren't you like pulling your weight or whatever? Like, he was just like, we're never going to be good if you don't like help me. And so they just have this like really intense, like bonding experience where Julius Mm -hmm. is like, help you. You don't help anyone. Like, whatever. I can't remember the exact words, but it's just like such a powerful like moment in the, and I feel like it's like the turning point of the whole movie because then after that, like the team is like working together and everything. And then they become really good friends. It just like made me cry. And I was like, oh my God. Totally. (sighs) Anyway. Um, (laughs) But I feel like there's, like, some cringy parts to it still. There's, like, some weird, like, the whole part when, like, Jerry's, like, driving down the street and he's just, like, waving at everybody and then he gets hit by a car. You're like, come on, bro. Like, that was easily avoidable. So I wonder, like, what the real story behind that was or if that was added in just for, like – because you know how he gets he gets paralyzed. But then it does say that he, like, played in the Paralympics, which doesn't make sense. And then he got killed – in the long run by a car accident. So we got in two like serious car accidents. That seems crazy. Like not very many people get in car accidents and that person got in two really bad car accidents. That seems confusing, but also like cars weren't as good back then. But anyway, I really like the end where like it tells like the story and like where everyone's at now, like, cause all the real characters and everything, um, like where they're at in like life and all that kind of stuff where it just like really makes it come like full circle kind of, um, But I love the, like, um, I can't remember his name, but, like, the big fat guy. He, oh, I have it written like, down. I, I have, I love him. What's his name? Ethan Supli. Yeah, he's in, he's really Plastic. skinny now and, like, in a lot more stuff now, too. Yeah. Um, I saw him recently. He's ripped. Like, he got, yeah. and he's so inspirational. I just looked him up on Instagram, too, the other day. He has, like, um, diet and spose stuff and fitness and like he's all about his health and yeah he's like an inspiration he's fabulous but also he is like a huge character in the movie where he just like is like i like everyone it doesn't matter like what their skin color looks like and i feel totally. like he was just like a huge part of the movie to like bring everybody together but i just think it's such like the other thing that i was thinking was like do they really like i'm sure it's fact because it's based on a true story but like do they really win state because that just seems like such a fabricated way to like make the movie just like all happy and gushy at the end you know and as opposed totally. to like what really happened but maybe they just didn't show the like uh the next game because they probably didn't win I don't know you know like I was trying to like okay they still want to make it like a happy movie at the end whatever but um I they couldn't they have made it state you, they I think did? The, the story is based on true events and I feel like that might be one of the true events because okay. when I was looking into it like Jerry in real life played for the championship game and then he was paralyzed and then he ended up dying Uh, in a car crash. I think it was like a DUI, like a drunk driver, but I'm not sure. Um, so yeah. So he didn't get paralyzed. Not for the championship game. I think he played in the championship game and then he got paralyzed Mm. and then he was in the Olympics and then he ended up getting in the, you know, fatal car crash. Wow. Okay. That is wild. Interesting. But if anybody knows, like come educate us because, and we'll do research too and we'll come back, but like we want to hear more about the story. So yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, yeah, that was still, um, I think that was still my number three though. Yeah. I think that was my number. What other ones do we 
I feel like that was my favorite one that I've watched so far. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I would say it still holds up. Like it's a little cringe or some like things, but it's not very like two thousands in the way of the like the last two were. Like totally. in terms of you know, like I think, I think it the message still, still rings pretty true. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it's really important message, I think. For exactly. Everyone. It doesn't really like stay in the two thousands like an important message in that way. Right. Yeah. Um, the other two didn't really um, have. Like they had cultural influence, but they didn't have like a substantial message. I mm-hmm. don't think. Anyway, okay, yeah. let's move on. Okay, our next one I would say would be Goodwill Hunting was my like number two. Cringe. Um, I hated this movie. This was the worst one. Interesting. <laughs> what? That that is really hard to believe. I mean, I yeah. thought it wasn't as good as I remember it being in my brain. So that was like my first note. But I still think that Goodwill Hunting is like a lot of people's like absolute favorite movie to this okay, day. I don't understand it. I think it's so dumb. Um, okay, you okay. go first then. Just I'm to confused. jump back real fast, sorry, to the Remember the Titans. Because we had mentioned like specifically the supporting cast and the casting was phenomenal. Rona Kress was the casting director on Remember the Titans. And she's – or. They have also done uh, Moulin Rouge, which uh, we should absolutely put on one of our mm. movie reviews for the future. I never liked that movie. So, yeah. Oh, what? Okay. Um, yeah. Mad Max, she also did. And then also Deadpool. So, like, congrats to this lady. She's just kicking ass up in Hollywood. So, okay. Goodwill Hunting. Here we go. Switching gears. Um, I only have, like, four notes because I hated this movie. I had hey. to stop the movie and, like, walk away a couple of times. Um, cringe in the first, like like opening sequences just cringe all around um what's his I name shooketh. ben affleck's uh <laughs> accent is just awful like it is pretty his yeah, it is boston good. accent is just god awful um my partner which and is I were confusing because like, they're from boston yeah i know his southie accent is just awful it just Ugh. makes him sound so i can't we were practicing our Southie accent my partner and i because we watched the movie and i was like i can't like oh my god R.I.P. Robert Willby, uh, Robert Williams. Oh, Robert he was still Williams. so good in it. I know. I love him. Um, one of the big notes that I have here, Holden Caulfield wasn't cool then, and he's still not cool now. Like, I'm not for this whiny white boy problem through the men's view of, like, why he can't get a good break in life. Like, I'm just over it. Like, I can't. You're just Wait, who's be a Holden shitty... Caulfield? The professor? Holden Caulfield is from, no, um, that is a literary uh note from Jamie uh, Salinger's to catch the catcher in the rye but like <laughs> yeah. that is an iconic character that they're obviously ripping off in this movie because he's got so much like teenage angst for his own um oh like, catcher in the rye right 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 I have read that okay okay, okay yeah okay. so I'm with you and then Matt Damon's you think character that his character is based on Holden Caulfield yeah, it's got that same kind of like teenage boy angsty, the world hates me because I have trauma, so I'm just going to be a shitty human to like literally everybody else. Tell okay. me I'm wrong. Like, that I is mean, right. no, you're not wrong. I would just say <laughs> that uh, it like in Catcher in the Rye, they never describe why Holden Caulfield is the way that he is. And in this movie, oh, they yeah, very they much do. tell you why. 
because he, his brother died when he was very young and he couldn't he couldn't save his brother so his dream was to be the catcher of the children in the rye field to keep them safe and he couldn't do that I'm, for his little brother i know but like that is not has anything to do with um like Matt Damon was abused as a child by his alcoholic father and had like physical wounds. Totally. I know trauma is trauma is trauma, but like that's still, I don't know. Holden Caulfield had like a family that wanted to support him and love him and put him in school and all that stuff. He ran away from home and was like shipped off to a bunch of boarding schools and stuff. Okay, maybe I'm telling you again. The theme of a teenage white angsty boy who like is rude to everyone as a defense mechanism because they can't handle their own trauma is very much a Matt. This is the character that Matt Damon is playing. Okay. okay. That's what my thoughts are. Anyway, I just, he's such a dick to everyone, like literally everyone. And then Minnie Driver, who I have a big heart against because I love her. But yeah, that's my note for Goodwill Hunting. I don't think it holds up. I am annoyed at everybody's stupid accent and Mm. all these, I just don't think that the casting was well done and yeah, I'm just not a fan. Wow. Okay. Well, that's very upsetting, but it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Um, They look so young. It was in 1997, which is also weird because um, yeah, just thinking about it came out when I was seven. That is kind of weird, but um, yeah, they look just crazy different and I don't know like the hair and whatever is just like all so funny but the floppy hair yeah totally where they had like a bowl cut basically and I get like <laughs> I don't know whatever um I do think it is just very I don't know for Ben and Matt to write it though maybe it's just like without that knowledge I wouldn't have thought it's as good but like for them being so young and they wrote the movie I feel like it is like Matt Damon's character is so witty and his um his dialogue is so smart and so just like cunning and I don't know I just think it's so interesting like those are the only parts of the movie like again I didn't think it was as good as I thought I was going to think it was because I just have such strong like memories with it um of loving it so much but like he he just like really all the parts where he's like explaining himself not explaining himself where he's like bullshitting everyone basically and like he just talks to like deflect and all that I just think was such interesting dialogue and I just thought how they like came up with the the words that he was saying was just so interesting you know when he's like talking about that history at the bar when he first like meets Minnie Driver and everything and he's totally talking shit to that guy and he's just saying all these crazy things that like I've never heard of any of that shit so just like stuff like that I think was so interesting like how they wrote his character, which is so cool. And then, I mean, obviously you love at the end when Ben goes to his house because he, like, tells him, like, every day I hope that you're not there when I, like, go right. and knock on the door. And then when he's not there and Ben, like, figures it out and it just, like, breaks your heart. But also you were just, like, so happy at the same time. I mean, I don't know. I feel like obviously the movie would not be half as good if they didn't get Robin Williams. And I honestly don't know how they got Robin Williams because – they were nobodies when they like wrote mm. that movie and they like got that movie made. Um, again, the music is like, is pretty good in that movie. Um, I think it's just like very with the times and everything. Um, but I do think that it's interesting, like uh, him 
I don't know, just the fact that like Matt Damon was the star of it. And then when they wrote it together and then the fact that Ben Affleck was just like a side character, I think the dynamic was really interesting in that way too. And like why and how they decided that, I don't know, but um, I definitely didn't think it was as good. And I was like pretty upset by the fact that I didn't think it was as good as I remember it being. Oh, really? Um, So anyway, it's kind of dark and like there's nothing really like light or anything. And like I think it really brings up therapy, which wasn't really talked about in 1997. Yeah. Um, And so I think that's really cool. And just the way that Robin Williams like breaks through to him, like doesn't talk and just they sit there every single like session until he decides he wants to talk and then he starts talking bullshit, you know, and then they're able to like get through it. And then when they like hug at the end and he's like, Oh my God, it's not your fault. I know. It's so cute. But anyway, so I just think it's like very – important in that way like I think that it's okay for someone to like go through trauma but being able to like actually like face it and whatever is really cool yeah. but um yeah I know we're talking okay. a lot but that's okay um real fast I just want to mention like Stellan Skarsgård is awesome in this movie it was really cool to see him as a younger actor Who's um that? that was the professor okay the main guy um which honestly, like he was only looking out for Matt Damon's character, but Matt Damon for was sure. such a dick. And then the scene in the bar when he's like quoting the article that the guy is using to like tear down his friend, uh, he came off like a total asshole in that entire scene to me because I, I mean, have been in those situations where people are like quoting stuff back to me, like I'm the idiot, but I'm like, no, what you're doing is just regurgitating things and making me feel like a small person, which makes you seem like you're utilizing your intellect to make yourself better like that's just I don't know it's very juvenile in my eyes which I think is why that episode or that episode that scene with Robin Williams when they're sitting by the lake and he tells him like he's like I'm just trying to figure you out and then I realize you are just a boy you like you don't know anything you don't know what it is yeah you can whatever he like cites all these things like you could read a poem about um the Sistine Chapel but you'll never know what it smells like because you've never been there like all these things yeah just like yeah, you are, you're so incredibly smart, but you don't know shit about anything, which I think is really right. interesting and cool. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just think that's, like, the best scene of the whole movie where he's just, like, putting him in his place and he really, like, turns it around from there, which I just think, Plus, yeah, Robin Williams was beautiful the perfect setting. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So fall. And, like, very fall. It. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So fall. <laughs> okay, we're going to keep moving because Cave has to go to work, so um, – the last one in my favorite, <gasps> all-time favorite movie, Me I think, too. 10 Things I Hate About You, is I so good. You. The cast is so fantastic. The yep. supporting cast is so fantastic. Um, the fact that it's, like, filmed in Seattle at an actual high school that you can go to is so cool. Uh-huh. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, that's, like, his breakout <gasps> role, I feel like. I just love him so much in that. Allison Same. Jenny. She's in it for, like, yes. a very, very short time, like, at the beginning. Uh, she's the principal, but she's so funny when she's, like, talking about, Quivering like. Quivering member. Yeah, the bratwurst, <laughs> where she's, like, where um, he's, like, it was just a bratwurst. And she's, like, she's, like, uh, what does she say? Oh, no. She says, like, oh, that's very optimistic of you or whatever. Oh, and then are she we goes, the optimist? Yeah. <laughs> and then she, like, goes back to her book and she's, like, writing and she's, like, backspace, backspace, and bratwurst. <laughs> I'm, like, oh, my God, stop. Okay. Um, the eyebrows on Julia Stiles, so freaking 2000. Good. Like, yeah. they're so terrible. Um, love Heath Ledger, obviously. Oh, so fantastic R&D. throughout the whole movie. The mu- the music, so, so spot on for the time period. I love all, like, when she's sitting on the swing where it's like, um, we fall in and quickly out of love. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. No. Anyway, um, the best part at the very beginning when um, I can't remember that guy's name, but the little guy that's like becomes friends with Joseph Gordon Levitt. He's oh, like yeah, walking I love around him. Yes. and he's introducing each of the like friend groups, and he's like, "These are the coffee drinkers. Like, don't yeah. go very close." And then the guy goes, "This is Costa Rican, bud." Like that is my favorite line. I don't know why. Um, yeah, I just loved it so much. I think it definitely holds up. There's some like little cringy things just like with like silly acting where you're just like, oof, like, don't do that. Yeah. But um, the dad is the best. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, But he was so popular at that time, too. So funny. But the dad is like the best when he is. um, He's just like everything he does. He's like, I think you need to wear the belly. And she's like, Dad, no. (laughs) puts the belly on her and then he ledger comes and he's like are you ready to go and Julius I was like yeah and then he goes who knocked up your sis and she's like staring there it's the best I love it oh my god sorry okay Um, your turn okay I I mean I can't talk about how much I love this movie because I will sit here and talk for days but David Krumholtz is the guy who you're thinking of the friend um, love him. Mm-hmm. Larry mm-hmm. Miller was the the dad who is he's just a classic. Like he's been in literally everything. Um, no, I, I think this is such a good movie. I actually watched it in the summertime with my niece, who is I think or she was fourteen at that time. Um, and I was just like telling her people actually dress like that. Like I used to have such small eyebrows because I would pluck the hell out of them. That was definitely the style. Mm -hmm. Um, and like when she's talking Bianca in the beginning of the movie, when she's like, I love my Prada backpack or like, I like my blah, 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 but I love my Prada backpack. It's because you don't have a Prada backpack to like Gabrielle (laughs) Union. And I'm like, this is cringe, but I love it. (laughs) Like I can't, I think this movie is amazing. And like going to Gasworks park, I had, I've done that a couple of times now since living in Seattle, but like every time I go, I think about that scene when they're playing the, Mm, um, what's it called? The like Thai, what are they? Because it comes in. It's not like the actual balls. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like balloon Hands. balls. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I love this movie. It's definitely in my top like five of all time. I think um, it's it's fashionable and icons and it's so like classically Shakespearean. It's amazing. I, yeah. I love it. And so. the part like the um, his like the, her English teacher went just like everything he says and every time they're in the classroom, I just love him so much. Like, <laughs> Yeah, all this supporting cast was just so fantastic, and it made the whole entire movie, I feel like. because I feel like as I get older and I watch this movie again, like, that teacher in particular, I have more and more appreciation for, like, just dealing with shitheads that are stupid and, like, tearing apart Joey every other which way, which is hilarious, so. Yeah. yeah, That guy's great. She's, like, telling him, she's like, no, I'm really excited to write this, and he's like, what do you say? What do you mean? And she's like, no, like, I'm genuinely stoked to, like write this little sonnet or whatever they have to do. And he's like, get out of my classroom. And she's like, what? (laughs) Just get out. Get out. (laughs) I love it. It's so funny. Yeah. He's the best. Um, But yeah, Alice and Janie at the beginning just like makes the movie because you're just like, "Uh, yeah, she's so funny. Totally. um, Yeah. Those are just like quick cliff notes. If you guys want to watch any of them, see if you agree with us or see how you feel about them. Um, And don't hit me up about goodwill hunting like come at me i don't care but don't hit me up <laughs> go live your life don't watch it <laughs> oh my gosh um but yeah we we think that we'll keep doing this we like i don't know i thought it was fun even though it was kind of it like was. a lot to get in but um i think it was fun to do an overall review of them 
I like it. I feel like we should do some obscure movies next. Like these are pretty, um, like they're classics, but maybe we'll Mm. do an obscure one and maybe we'll figure that out. But yeah, this was really fun. Thank you for bringing back these movies into my life because except for Goodwill Hunting, but I have like a going list too of like every time I log in to like watch the OC, some new movie like pops up and I'm like, ooh, that would be a good one to review. So if you ever think about it, just like write down your list of what you want to do and we can definitely do that. But um, okay, we love you all. Thank you so much for being with us. We're not going to do gratitude and grievances this week because we're just on a little bit of a time crunch. But um, thanks for being candid with us. Thanks for being candid. This was so fun. That was so fast. It feels like not an hour, but bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) That's all for today's episode of Candidly 30. Hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed chatting. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review. Your feedback helps us make the show even better. Follow us on Instagram at Candidly 30. Thanks for being candid with us.